<laughs> Welcome to another uh, unofficially opinionated uh, podcast. We are your hosts, Nate, uh, and I'm joined here with by Christian, right, and Tim. And to, today we have a uh, special guest. His name is Courtney J. You might have um, seen or heard of him from the uh, Netflix uh, Heartstopper um, series, right? He is a YouTuber who posts, uh, well, actually, we got in contact because he, his YouTube, what got me about his YouTube is that he speaks uh, about his um, bisexual, bisexuality, which is what um, he was cast in uh, Netflix's Heartstopper for. Courtney, welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's nice to have you. Probably, like, if I did this with my hair, like, try and have it more of a side. Because it was really long. It's really oh, short. Yeah, I recognize yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, that's right. Because you had it like shaved yeah, to the I, side. I didn't, I didn't even have it shaved. Like so my hair was just really oh, long at that point. Really so it was like down here. Because it was locked down, oh. I couldn't have a haircut. And the worst thing is, like, they right, asked yeah. me to film what I filmed. Um, and they were like, oh, we want it as soon as possible. Literally the next week, I was able to have a haircut because we came out of lockdown. Oh, <laughs> so, no. so, like, uh, but I mean, it looked nice. It looked fine. <laughs> so, I mean, like... Those long, flowy locks. <laughs> see, yeah. see, the problem is, like, I, I actually hate my hair being that long because I couldn't... It was, like, I didn't train it to be, like, long. It was just long. Oh. So, like, the whole time when I sent it off, I was like, I looked the worst I've ever looked in my life, and this is going to be seen by loads and loads of people, and now they're going to see me with a terrible time my hairstyle. By millions of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're only going to remember you for that hairstyle. Yeah. <laughs> now, I have, a, I have a question, Courtney, because so when, when Nate brought the topic of bringing you on, I was like, hey, cool. That, that sounds great. So I went to look, look you up. Now, you know you are Courtney J, right? <laughs> yeah. There is J. Courtney. There's <laughs> a whole different... <laughs> Person. Do you get yeah. like a lot of like hate mail from his people or like compliments no. or confusion? Funny enough, no, there's been no confusion whatsoever. Like, I, I like Jay Courtney. Jay Courtney's cool. Like, he was in one of my favorite TV shows, which is Spartacus. So, like, so I, he was really me, awesome. Yeah, because they were like, I was like, he was on the like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yeah, he looks so we're like 40 years old. And I was like, what? Um, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, um, like I had um, had one person message me once about it. And they were like, oh, like, because I said something. Um, and they messaged me back and they're like, oh, look at this guy. You're just a fan of Jay Courtney. I'm like, no, no, Courtney Jay is my actual name. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm not getting a fan of him. This is just actually my name. Like, it's like I know I'm younger than him, so it looks like oh my parents went oh Jay Courtney's a nice name, but he would have been like ten when I was born. So right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, who's so, copying who in this situation? Yeah. Exactly. But, funny enough, like the reason why I'm called Courtney Jay, it's double barrel, um, is because the J is actually it's supposed to be pronounced as Jai because I'm I'm part Indian. Um, so my oh, my uncle, really? I'm named after my uncle, my second part, my name, because um, he's called he's called Jai, but he goes by the name Jay because we don't really like going by like the the Indian versions of our oh. names. Um, so like uh, yeah, I, okay. I've got like three uncles, like one's called like Shindaru, uh, Sukinda, and there's uh, there's Jai, and then there's my dad, he's called okay. Anthony. Um, so. Yeah, that's what that's oh. where that name comes from. So it's nothing to do with uh, Jay Courtney or anything. I don't even know if he's he maybe he's like, oh yeah, I'm actually part Indian as well, and like you know that's why I'm called Jay Courtney. So like maybe, but yeah. Why not? Why not? That is, I did yeah. not. Well, they asked me. They asked me, how do you pronounce your your name? So I pronounce it Courtney Jay. Like, well, I'm pretty sure it's Jay. Yeah, but 
Okay, but, so but now, if you read it as Courtney yeah, Jai, that, that's correct because it's an, it's an Indian name, right. so it would be that guy. Yeah. All right. Yes. Yes, you Good did. To know. You were. Good to know. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to sidetrack us there, but yeah, I, I just had to know since I had so much difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I'm the only one. Perhaps there was. To know. No. Well, I mean, I think Tim was looking at. Anyways, anyways, moving on. Okay, so, <clears throat> so the, like this episode, I, I really just want I wanted to get into you like your YouTube yeah. and what you. So you you want to tell the with the audience about your um your YouTube? Yeah, yeah. So um, like, what do you do? Like, what's I, I've been making videos for like eight nine years now, which is a long time. It doesn't feel like I've been that long making videos, but um, I make a lot of videos on sexuality. So it's not just about bisexuality, but I try and focus on bisexuality because it's what I know because I am bisexual. So I came out just after my 19th birthday. Um, I decided that like I'm 19, like I wasn't in the happiest place. And for a long time, I was wondering what that was. And it was because basically I realized I was bisexual for such a long time. Um, and it was getting me down because I felt like I was hiding a piece of myself away. Like I felt like the way I always describe it is like, it's like wearing a mask in public. Like mm -hmm. I'm me, but I'm not really me because I'm hiding behind something all the time. Yeah. I'm scared to basically be a hundred percent me just in case someone realizes what a hundred percent me is. Um, and right, yeah. after I came out, I got a lot of messages, people saying this is really fantastic and stuff. Um, and then I noticed that there's not really that many male bi creators on YouTube. Like there's just none, there's, there's female bi creators, but like for the male perspective, there's none. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I, I love the LGBTQ plus community. They're amazing. They create all this content, but I couldn't find anybody who felt the way that I did. I couldn't film myself yeah. in them essentially i couldn't like so like i'm not the most like flamboyant um i'm not the most feminine like bisexual guy i, I like quite a lot of like i would say more i wouldn't say masculine but like stuff which you wouldn't like put with the lgbtq plus people like when it comes to that like so I, i'm big into football you know I, I like going to the gym and like all those kind of things and like if I, when I met like other people, well, let me let me stop you there because gay people love the gym. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, <laughs> they're, there is a group of they call them gym bunnies. There is a group of them that just love them some gym. I go to the gym, but like, yeah, I guess it, it, I can it, do it, it like, it, it gets it's more the football thing, I, I suppose. Like, I, yeah, I, I try to like the problem is every time I understand, I'm like, why is actually a masculine thing that I do? Which of it, like, the only yeah. thing I think of is like, I really like football. Um, which like when I've, I've yeah. mentioned to like groups of my friends who are queer as well, I'm like, oh, football. They're like, dude, don't don't talk to me about that. Like, why? Why? Do I? I was like, I was like, how can you not appreciate that there's eleven men on a field versus eleven other men just running around hot and sweaty? Like, look, how can you not appreciate that? I mean, like, that that is appreciable. That yes. we can get into. That's exactly but why the my sport? Wife is no. She doesn't care about any sport. <laughs> but that, that's the reason why I watch football. I like watching the dudes. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Football and uh, an American football or soccer. We call it soccer anyways. And American football. Yeah. But I that's not enough to get me interested. Yeah. So, so, like, right. so, so go, back, go back to my YouTube. Like, I'm not into that. Like, I, I don't like, like, I wouldn't ever be wearing, you know, like, high heel boots or anything like that because they're just not me even though i find it fascinating i think it's awesome when people do that no no way guys like full on embrace it that's amazing but it's just not something i would be comfortable with and it's not because it's what it is it's just because like 
I'm the kind of person who likes wearing like skater shoes and a pair of jeans right. and like a jacket. So basically, you just want it. You want it to be the representation that you want. Yeah, to yeah. I want it to yeah be what isn't there for you, basically. Um, and like yeah, I, I I finally can say I got to be what I never had. So when I was a kid, like in struggling with this, because I realised I was bisexual, probably way younger than I, I think like I, I say 14 but it was probably younger than that I probably had thoughts and stuff about it but like 14 was like really when I kissed my first boy um and I liked right. it and I had my first boyfriend at that age and stuff um and basically like I kind of went through all that he became not so nice a person and I guess part of that put me off the whole idea and it made me like kind of draw back into myself and I I basically said like I couldn't be that because that was wrong um, for for a long time, and then it took all the way to the nineteen to actually go. No, what? No, I was right the first time. Um, I don't know why I've been denying myself this happiness. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I just I decided to start making videos, and um, like they started helping people. A lot of people found some solace in them. Some people found something which gave them a little bit of strength. Like, and it was amazing getting messages from people from all around the world saying, like, I, I watched your videos, and I came out the other day. My family were really accepting and now I have a boyfriend and I'm like that's amazing like that's so incredible knowing that like one little three minute video of me just going oh this is how bisexuality felt for me kind of thing gave someone the yeah. strength to go to their family and say like know what I'm going to change my life now because I want to be happy and like the more people I can do that for the more amazing that is for me because like that's the best feeling like knowing that you got to help somebody out by just just being there for them and being that person which I never got to have so yeah like yeah. I, I really like that well I think we have some questions because well so I'm I'm the only gay person here um, <clears throat> excuse me I'm the only part of the LGBTQ plus community here um, but I think we all have some questions <laughs> from a gay point of view and then from their point of view y'all got y'all got questions about uh, I, I, bisexuality I that you well, ever I, I guess my, my, my first question yeah? Courtney is just around, you know, since you started the channel, I guess, what do you see as, as the most common struggle that people come to you trying to like work through? Um, but I think the first thing is like, it'd be really odd, like when people message me, because I, I say at the end of all my videos, like, feel free to DM me, like, and like, people are actually surprised when they DM me and I reply back to them. They're like, oh my God, you're actually fine. I'm like, well, I wouldn't <laughs> say message me if you couldn't. Like, that's, like what, right. what kind of mark is that? Yeah, message me and just have a thousand messages going like, <laughs> like they actually message me. Like, Thank you, Mark. That would be sick, counterproductive. So like, I try and reply to all these people. And like, the first thing they always say like, oh, um, I like guys and I like girls. I think I might be bi, but I don't know. I'm like, like, You've already just told me that you you have the two things that make you buy. Like the only other thing you could be is like you could be attracted to more things and like so like let's go into right. depth about this and like yeah sometimes they they'll come out with like the the strangest things and I'm like like you you realize you're answering your own questions for you like. But that's like the hardest thing, yeah. right? The, the hardest thing. Well, I mean, you two haven't had to deal with it. Although Chris, Chris always gets confused for gay <laughs> or often, often. he is often that that's why i was wondering you know are are do you find people being how can i put this i i find in these days it seems like especially teenagers are being forced to 
try to put themselves in a particular box, right? And and try to mm-hmm. like look at different things about themselves. Oh, I like wearing heels and I like football, so that means I must be X, right? right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. do you find that people are struggling trying to put themselves in a box versus just being who they are? Yes, definitely. Like yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I've had so many people message me about these sort of things. And I, I always say to them, like, stop looking for the label. Like, stop thinking that you need to label yourself. You're like at any age. Like, see, people kind of label themselves and they think, "Oh, that's me. That's me. That's this is my box. This is bisexuality." Here, it's like, well, you haven't lived your life. Like, you might. Like, I could go through my whole life, um, and I've dated one girl, and then I meet a guy, and then all of a sudden I'm, I'm bisexual because it took that special person to make me feel that way. Like, people don't take into account that, like, sometimes it's the experiences that we have. It's the, the different people we're around, which allow us to open our minds to those things. So you don't have to force this label on yourself. And just because you've labeled yourself as something, it doesn't mean that it can't change. Because, you know, I'm not the same person I was when I was 17. I'm not the same person I was when I was 14. When I was 14, I went into denial about it. Now I'm, I'm 27 and I'm super confident about it. Like, that person is someone who's completely different. And if you approached me when I was 14, I would be like, no, no, don't, wait till it, like, get out of my face. Like, like do, do you want to, do you want to fight about it? Like, kind of thing. Like, that, that's how I would have been because I would have been so defensive about it. And like, yeah, like, I think people just, like, they think like, oh, because you have to, if you wear high heel boots, that, that's, that's like, there's famous singers who have worn high heel boots and makeup and like, you know, come on stage yeah. looking amazing. Like, like the, I think of the, the band Kiss and stuff like that. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. nobody goes, oh, well, they're all gay. I was like, well, no, they're all womanizers. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, like, it's just like we've got this perception of what, like, is queer and what isn't queer. Like, wear what you want, dress how you want. doesn't mean, like, sexuality and identity yeah. are two very different things. And I think, like, mm-hmm. part of the problem with the LGBTQ plus is, there keeps being more and more stuff added and it gets more and more confusing by the day. Like it really does. Like there is mm-hmm. so many, you've got pronouns, you've got labels. Like I speak to people and they say, they go, I'm this, this, and this. I'm like, I didn't even know what that is. Uh, and I feel like I should because I make content <laughs> on it, but like it's, it's so drastically changing. That's a good thing as well. It's not a bad thing. It means I have more to learn, but like the, the reason why there's so many labels and so many more labels coming out is because people are not comfortable being, in this box so i just say yeah instead of just saying any label just say you're open-minded if you're open-minded that means you can be whoever you want you can do whatever you want you can dress however you want and you can decide at a later date i mean it's it i feel like it's kind of like you know when you you first come out of school and you're like you're told oh you've got to get the best grades because you've got to get a great job and you've got to know that great job by the time you're 21 because that's when you're going to be out in the world getting that job yeah. How many people at 21 are in the job yeah. which they stay in for the rest of their life? Right. Not, not yeah. that many. Because I mean, that is that that is a very, very, absolutely very good point. I mean, that's a, that's a whole other podcast yeah. too about like <laughs> like learning because you know in America, basically you got to know who you want to be before you leave before you know university. Who you are. I mean, before you get to university. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like you know, like when you get to university, you have to choose a major. You did something similar right so you went to college you did a degree in in game game design game design you yeah, said? yeah so I did. game design and now you're doing refrigerated uh, refrigeration engineering refrigeration yeah. And, uh, repairs yeah. yeah exactly so like i mean you know i luckily i i did happen to find what i wanted but i started out doing something i i wasn't going to be able to do you know and then i switched to mba uh to not mba but to business um 
later, but like you, you're, you, you haven't even discovered in it the world like before you get into university. How are you going to be? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, so, yeah, I mean yeah, our virtual yeah. worlds aren't even fully developed until twenty five ish. No, right? yeah. So, yeah, yeah. To to think we're going to know in cement like all these hard and fast things about ourselves at that age, I think is just is a fallacy, and I think it leads us to. You know, I think labels are useful to help us have like a conversation, right? So yes, we have right. definitions mm -hmm. for things and we can talk about it and we know we're all talking about the same thing. But yeah. to right. use the label to try to define yourself, I think, is where it could be an issue, it, it, in, 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 well, in my opinion. That, that's a good point, but I, I will say that I knew that I was gay. Well, okay, so I didn't have the label gay, but I knew that I was attracted to guys since I was in like elementary school, yeah. right? So somewhere around uh, eight, seven or whatever, but I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it meant, but I just, we grew up in a religious, uh, the same religious um, uh, denomination. So we, and it wasn't really taught. In fact, it was definitely like not even frowned upon, upon, but like preached against, you know, sort of thing. So when I discovered what it was, I, I wasn't going to be able to to pursue it or, you know, to explore it or anything like that. But when I discovered what the label was, uh, I totally embraced it. Like, I was like, this is a label that describes me. The only thing is, it's weird because, you know, you know the Kinsey, you all know the Kinsey spectrum, right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. You've, you've heard of it? Yeah, it's the um, spectrum that it, it's fr it goes from like, 100% straight to 100% gay. Oh, okay. And then basically he's saying that like everyone falls up on the spectrum. So no one is really, there's really no 100% straight or 100% gay. Like everyone's somewhere in mm. between, something like that. So anyways, um, I remember when I was, I had come, come to live in uh, Europe. So I was in Geneva and uh, I had met some people that I was working with um, and I asked them if they ever found women attractive, because I find women very yeah. attractive. Um, and they were super gay. Nate has had a few obsessions in his yeah. life. We'll, we'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, let's see that. Man. Please continue, Nate. <laughs> I'm sorry, Courtney. <laughs> Tim, no inside jokes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So I find women attractive. I, I like attractive, but not sexually attractive, right? Um, and I have no desire to be like in a relationship with them. It, it wouldn't work. Yeah, uh, I, th I think a lot of people right? are like, just, like you. You can see yeah. the attraction, like, like even before I come out, I could tell if I had a very good-looking friend or like if they were a guy or a girl. And they, they, you know, I know plenty of straight guys go like, "Oh, he's a good-looking guy." You you know people who are attractive, and you can appreciate right. someone's like. Like, right, exactly. like you can appreciate someone's like physical form. I would say, like you know, right. like you know, a voluptuous mm -hmm. woman, a very like muscular man, and stuff like that. You don't have to be queer to like go like, oh yeah, they're attractive. And I feel like right, I feel like yeah. there's a lot of toxic like masculinity which gets involved there, where people are like, oh no, no, he's ugly. Everyone's ugly. Oh, only women are sexy. <laughs> well, I mean, like, what, 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 
So what I was going to say is, like, in the gay community, it's also the same, or somewhere in some types, uh, places, because when I was, like I was saying it when I was in Geneva, I asked my friends if they found women attractive, and they made, like, this disgusting face, and were like, ugh, no, never, or something like that, right? I was like, hmm, maybe I'm bi. Like, that was the question that popped into my head at the time, because I was just like, I do find women attractive, but, uh, and then I had a, uh, uh, a dorm mate at the time, uh, she was very attractive and she was like um, we were all just like playing this game and they were like would you they asked me if I'd ever sleep with a woman uh, and I was like quite possibly I was like I don't know like I it have to be like you were saying like the, the situation it would have to be the right person the situation would have to be uh, like you know just yeah whatever like, but I, I've had a friend who's completely straight um, mm-hmm. and I know he slept with a guy and he told me it just wasn't for him and like I respect that because, like, a lot of people say, like, oh, well, you've done it, so you must be gay, you must be bi, you must be something. It's like, well, you can be what's called bi-curious, which basically means that you can you can experiment, realize you don't like it, mm-hmm. and come back. That's perfectly fine. People feel like, like, oh, you can't just try these things. Like, we try everything. Like, that's human nature. We're curious about a lot of things. Right. So why can't you explore that? Why does it have to be this set like rule? Like, oh, once you've done it, that's it. There's there's just no going back. Like, you must be queer. You got to say you're LGBTQ plus now because like no, because he's not into that. But like, I respect him for, for trying it because he wanted to <laughs> he wanted to know what it, it a felt like and if he he could feel that way to someone. He doesn't. So like, yeah. And I don't, I don't think that makes him any less of a man. If anything, it makes him I would say even more manly because he's gone like, no, what I know who I am. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna right. see what like I want to know about myself. I'm gonna ask big questions yeah. about myself, and I'm gonna get the answers. And I, I respect that so much. So I respect it as well. Tim, did you have uh, something that you wanted to ask? Uh, not yet. I'm still <laughs> laughing at Ennis. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but. Yeah, so I, I do want to ask you, um, Courtney, because I saw on your well, first of all, f- like, so here's the big question: When I was coming up, <clears throat> growing up, bisexual bisexualities, uh, there was this this article, right? Uh, in uh, was it Gaiety? I think that's like the online web zine or whatever, um, and they were talking about uh, bi erasure and why so many bisexual people feel invisible. And they brought up some very interesting points in that article, um, which I had lived through when I, when, I, um, when I was growing up. So when I wanted to come out, <clears throat> I told my mom um, that I was gay. And um, she said, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> But again, we come from a very like conservative religious background, so like that was to be expected, I suppose. Um, and then I said, maybe I'm bi, right? And then she said, maybe, right? So she had the hardest time accepting. She had just as hard of a time accepting it as I did. Like I, I you know, I'm exploring. And so this article actually spoke about that, uh, talking about um, uh, bi is being the first step on the way to homosexuality. Have you ever heard? That? Yeah, yeah, so many times. Uh, like, I, <laughs> Tell me your thoughts. Oh, man, I, I can, like, I've made videos on this subject, like, bi-erase is a <laughs> very real thing, so, um, mm. I was actually, like, so a good, a good point of this is, like, I'm a, I'm a big Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan, so, like, I love the show, I've watched it, oh. like, 20 times, like, and there's a character in it called Willow, 
Yeah, and she's this, oh, yeah, yeah, she's an right. amazing character. She starts off and she's she's straight. She has boyfriends and everything. Then she gets a girlfriend like halfway through the series, and she never says once that she's bisexual. She just says that she's gay from that point. But we've seen her have fully intimate, deep relationships where she's been in love with boys. And I was kind of like, oh, why 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 do they do this? And I was like, years later, I never really thought about it. Literally a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I'm gonna look up why she doesn't say that she's bi. Because, like, I always perceived mm-hmm. her as bi after that. And the right. creator of the show basically said, people weren't ready for this character to be bi. They had to mm. be gay because people wouldn't accept a bi character. And I was like, All right. what? Like, that's mental. Yeah. Okay. Um, and basically, like, it's stuff like that. So, like, a character or, like, you know, or a person you know who basically came out of bi once and then they became gay. And it, all of a sudden that becomes synonymous with all bisexuals because the more it happens right. the more like people go well i knew a bi guy once who he was gay i knew a bi girl and now she's gay so that must mean that bisexuality mm-hmm. yeah. doesn't exist it's like well no because there's right. plenty of bisexuals who who are bisexual like they they are attracted to men they are attracted to women um, and one of the biggest things i have with the problem of it is that so i came out and i actually haven't had a boyfriend since um, because I got into a, I got into a relationship with my girlfriend. Like before that, in secret, I, I, I dated loads of guys. Like I was with guys and stuff like that. Um, but like when I came out, it wasn't about like oh I want to have a boyfriend now. The whole experience of coming out for me was just going like I get to be me now. Like for so many years I've kept that part of me secret. Now I get to be me. And basically I met a girl. Um, she is stunning. She's amazing. She's so lovely. And the first thing I said to her when I was speaking to her is that I am bisexual, and if that's a problem, we can't talk. Um, and she went, right. why would it be a problem? And from that moment, I was like, this girl is special. That's the response you want to hear. Yeah. And the thing is, like, <laughs> so many people were like, oh, well, you know, like, oh, God, like guys who are bi can, like, they, they're, they're passing. Like, you can straight pass. Yeah. Um, and it's like, mm-hmm. well, you don't realize how hard it is for... Like, it's harder to date as a bi person than it is to date as a gay person or a straight person. I can tell you that now because... What? because Elaborate on uh, that. Right, so... <laughs> because people don't trust bisexuals. Oh. Like, oh. like, literally, you can speak to some people and they'll just be like, <laughs> they're bi, good luck with that one. Because they they, sent, oh, no. they think that <laughs> if you're bisexual, you're greedy, you're promiscuous, that somehow you're some nymphomaniac, like... They can't understand that, like, you know, some people just like being in a relationship. Some people are monogamous. Like, I am a monogamous person. Like, I like to be with one person. I cherish that person. Like, that is who I'm with. And, like, I've said to people, like, I'm in a relationship, and they're like, yeah, but you're bi. I'm like, okay, you're gay. What's the difference here? Like, like you're straight. I'm in a relationship. Bisexuality does not mean that I'm a crappy person, okay? Bisexuality means that I'm attracted to men and women. That's how I see my bisexuality. It can be different for other people. You can see, like, uh, if you look at the definition of bisexuality, it's actually being attracted to, like, other genders, um, uh, which is, like, but that's not how I see my bisexuality. My bisexuality is men and women, but for anybody who sees it the other way, that's perfectly fine as well. It's perfectly mm-hmm. valid because, you know, you you find the truth in your label. That's that's why I say, like, right. who am I to say that that's wrong and who is anybody else to tell you that you can, you have to live your life a certain way? Like, at the end of the day, the whole point of coming out is living your life for you. So, yeah, like, right. bi-erasure is just, 
happens all the time. Like, and it's it's terrible. It really is. Um, and I actually hate it because I've had like loads of comments on my videos where like you'll get uh, buy now, gay later, or like oh, you know, you're just doing this for attention. I'm like, <laughs> yes. why would why would I do this for attention? Because tell you what, the negative attention, yeah. Like I may get a little bit of positive attention, but I've got people like messages saying, "Oh, go kill yourself! I'm gonna kill you!" Like um, you're gonna burn in hell! Like you know that? I'm like, cool. House is great, yeah, because like all the queer people are down there. And they, Welcome to the club. Yeah. Like oh if I went to hell, it sounds like a good time because like I mean, we got the great people down there. We got like Freddie Mercury, you know, like we can have good music, we can have good clothes, we can have good. Food, like it, it sounds yes. like a great time yeah. down there, man. Like heaven sounds like it's sort of assholes, <laughs> really. So, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's funny because that's what I told myself. I was like, uh, when I came out and then I just like left my religion. Uh, I was like, you know, I, I honestly do not want to be in the same heaven as they are. Yeah, <laughs> I was uh, like, if this is where they're going, no, nah, because that that is something I don't want to have to deal with. Yeah, I, I, I went to. Sorry, haven't you guys watched the show um, Love is Blind? Any of you? Oh, wait. Do, do yes. You, do you I think so. Um, on season one, there was a bisexual guy. And the issue was he had had so many negative experiences, right, with all these negative stereotypes that he wasn't comfortable telling the person he was matched with up front. So in the show, like, you don't see the person. You just talk them through a wall and then you propose. And then, right. and okay, then you yes. do some after okay. that, right? And so the whole time he's thinking about, I'm not going to tell her this because she might not respond appropriately. So what he did was not tell her, propose after they're together. And she accepted the proposal. <laughs> then he <laughs> told her, fun. oh, by the way, I'm <laughs> bi, right? And she was, she was kind of oh, like, no. wait, what? And so she took a little bit of a step back, like, wait a minute, like, I need to process this. Yeah. He immediately from all of his trauma took that as rejection, like, you know, right. being phobic and all this, and he really like flipped out and basically to shield himself oh. lashed out he at her and like broke the whole thing over. Oh, no. right? And I was like, oh, to me that oh. was so sad that you already pre prejudged yourself from her perspective and then essentially mm -hmm. caused to happen what you were trying to avoid. I don't know if you've yeah. yeah. like, experienced that, that, that's but, a broken person. There. Uh, so I, I haven't had that experience, but I completely get it. So like one of the things what I advise people when they message me, like they're like, oh, I've got religious family, you know, but like I've got a girlfriend, I've got a boyfriend, whatever. Um, I, I always say like, when you tell them, do not take the initial reaction as their reaction. Because what you got to think is like, when you're figuring out your sexuality, okay, like, it took me five years to accept myself. And what I'm trying to do when I tell someone that I'm coming out is I'm expecting them to take all the five years that I've gone through my own inner like turmoil for them to go, yeah, that's okay, cool, brilliant, fantastic. <laughs> like, you've got to give them time to process it. Like, it may take weeks, it may take months. But like, when I told my dad, the initial reaction, he seemed great. Like, he seemed, he was like, oh, son, like, you know, I love you kind of thing. And then like, a couple of days later, he just didn't talk to me. He didn't talk to me for ages. And I was like, this is awful. Like, my dad always talks to me. Me and my dad are like best friends. And like, mm -hmm. I basically, I'd come out on Facebook and I told everybody. Like, I've gone like, and like, I got loads of positive feedback. And I was basically talking to him. I was like, oh, I've got, I've got really nice messages from like my uncle Lenny. He's like, and he's like, 
sixties or seventies and he's like congratulated me. I was like, This is amazing, like this man's in his seventies and like he doesn't care, he just wants me to be me and like my dad was like he just he just like kind of blew it off and I was like I was like, wait a minute, like what what's up with you? Okay, because, like I I'm gonna be like pretty candid with you now, like you've been funny with me for the last couple of days and he's like, Oh well, you know, you should have asked me before you decided to come out on Facebook and I was like I was like what? And he was like, well, it's like something you should have talked to me first because I wanted to prepare my family for it and everything. I was like, huh? I was like, this, this isn't about you. This is about this is about me. Like, this isn't about your yeah. family. This is about me telling everybody. Like, I, and, right. uh, and then, like, the thing what he came out with is, like, it's like, well, personally, I felt like I failed as a father. And I was like, like, that, 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 that cut like a knife. Like, uh, I broke down into tears. I was just like, oh, man, I can't believe that. The man that I've idolised all my life because he's been my hero, because he's always been there for me and supported me, would say something like that to me. And, like, flash forward to now, okay? My dad is the most supportive person out of anybody. Like, he watched me in Heartstoppers. Uh, I, I was in a magazine. Uh, I was in, um, oh, what's it called? Uh, it's, it's a queer magazine. Attitude. Attitude. Yes. Uh, so I, I had, I had just like a piece talk. I know my career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I got, I got in there just talking about bisexuality, and it was like a really cool thing for me to do, and it was published, and I was like, I'm in an official magazine, like this is awesome. So I bought a copy for myself, and I bought a copy for my dad. Um, I would have bought a copy for my mom, but I know like the house that my mom lives in, my brothers and sisters would have just destroyed it. So I was like, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give it to my dad because I know he'll look after it. Um, and I remember him taking it and he was like, this is amazing, son. And he put it on, like, my dad's a builder. So he's like working man, like the industry he works in, everyone's like, oh, lad, 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 kind of thing. Like, um, <laughs> so like, they're not the kind of people you'd be, you'd be talking about, like queer content to trust me on that. Um, so like, right, yeah, and he yeah. put it on, like, he's like, um, these little dash bit. And I was like, dad, you do realize that's a queer magazine that you're going to be driving around in your van with and he was like yeah right. i don't care i'm proud of it and i was just like wow Aww. like the full circleness of that from going like i feel like i failed as a father to being that proud that i'm in like this magazine that he can just pull it there and like if anybody asked about it he'd be like yeah shut up my, that's my son in there like he's amazing and i'm just like it, it, it literally it makes me tear up a little bit like because it, it's Aww. just amazing to see how much like my, my dad's changed as a person and that's that's something i tried to put forward because like Everyone probably thinks when I make my videos and all that, oh, well, his family probably were fully accepting of him. Like, you know, everyone was, like, really, you know, comes from a good background or, like, probably never had to deal with religion. I went to a Catholic school. Like, my, my, my family is religious um, on, like, my mom's side and yeah. everything. Um, but, like, it just takes time for this stuff to process. Like, and it takes conversations and talking about it and understanding it and, like, realising that, it doesn't change me as a person. Like, I am still the person mm -hmm. that I was yesterday. I'm still his son. Like, nothing has changed except for, like, I'm just being honest with him. And he came he came back to me about a month later. I, I did my, like, coming out video and everything, and he watched it. And he came up to me, and he was just like, you know what, son? Like, he's like, I apologize for everything I said. It was a mistake. It's like, I haven't failed as a father because you're a bigger man than me. You're one of the bravest men oh. that I, I know doing what you've done. And I was just like, and I hugged him and I, I sobbed and everything. It was, it was a really nice moment. But like, if I just took it off like face value, if I just gone like my dad saying that and I didn't give it time and I just like flipped out on him, like stormed off, left, ran away kind of thing. Because there are people who will do that. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. 
Oh, definitely. Yeah. I w- I'd be one of them. Yeah, so like, <laughs> it, it may have not become like the happy story what it is now, and it would have always stayed on that negativity because he needed that time to process it. He needed that time to understand me and what I've gone through and like what it what it meant to me yeah. doing this. Like me, like because he was one of the last people I told, and he was like, "Why am I the last person you've told?" And I said, "Like, well, yeah. you want to like people don't realize that when you come out to some people, you usually tell yeah. the people that you know are going to accept it." first that's yeah. what you do yeah. you go for the first yeah. people because you, you want to get like that well yeah. it, it, it's that it's like the easy yeah. hit it's like oh yeah okay right right that's one like let's go on to the next one let's go on to the next one you save the people that you're most worried about or you care the most about to last because mm-hmm. if one of them yeah. take it negatively it, it, yeah. it collapses like that's how you feel like so yep. i said to him like you weren't the last person because i didn't care you're the last person because you're the, one of the people that i cared most about and like I wouldn't have yeah. been able to take it if you if you didn't come around how no, you didn't he did so yeah like the yeah. whole acceptance thing and giving it its time is is super important I... yeah no I I agree I I told my siblings before I told either of my parents because uh, I was pretty sure my siblings didn't care but I wasn't uh, I was. I was like eighty five percent sure that they'd be okay with it. Um, but no, they they just looked at me like I was stupid. They're like, "And <laughs> that's how my mom reacted." <laughs> so, so like, <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I told my parents. But you're right. Yeah, you don't want the the ones that you're closest to. You know, it's gonna hit like a uh, a truck if they don't uh, take it the 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 way that you're hoping. You know. So and you're also right. You got to give it. Yeah, time. that makes sense. You can't just be like jumping it through. Yeah, you can't jump it through. Like, it. I like so. I told these two. These oh, go ahead, Tim. What I was gonna say because like you know, like when 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 people people hear stuff like that, you know, the first thing they're gonna think is, what does this mean about me? You know, sometimes big like when people hear big news, the first person they think about is me. Mm-hmm. They have to process that then to think about somebody else. So that makes yeah. sense. I can I can I understand that. Yeah, they, they think, oh, like, so their like, life's I, changed. And, like, they don't just see it as the person in front of me has changed. It's like, how oh, does this affect me and him now? Right. Like, right. yeah, like. Yeah. So, like, when I told y'all, so I told you mm-hmm. two. I told all of them. Uh, Tim, when I told you, what did you, what were you processing? Like, what were you thinking? Because, like, well, I. That's, that's what I was telling I you. I told you. Hold on, man. I'm all gurgly. I don't know what's going on with me. <laughs> <laughs> He's all Drink you some water. Yeah. <laughs> that is a new word. We're pinning it. <laughs> Sorry about that. I don't know what was going on with me. So, I, <laughs> when you told me, I, so I was thinking like, because, you know, all the stuff that we was, we was like I've been telling you, all the stuff we was talking about, and then all of a sudden it was like, mm-hmm. okay. I, oh, so so I okay. So uh, I'll give you some background, Courtney, yeah. real quick. So I, so we, like I said, we all come from the the same religious uh, denomination, okay? Um, and um, <laughs> I was trying to be straight, right? So I was like trying to pray the gay away and like have faith that I'd become straight. I really just didn't want to be gay uh, because that just it was just going to be a harder road to, you know, whatever. And. Uh, so one of the reasons one of the reasons that Heartstopper was so successful is because it's a positive story of of queer love, right? But everything that when I was growing up, everything that we I had seen was just 
AIDS, um, you know, like um, uh, star-crossed lovers sort of thing, you know, or whatever. Like, it was just all very grim and gritty. So it's just not something that I wanted to live. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I was, I was trying my best to be straight. In the process of doing that, uh, I was dating, and I still, and I did find women attractive. So I, I could not... I could not deny that. Uh, so I was trying to date. I did. I never dated anybody, really. But uh, I was, I was trying to talk to women that I found found really attractive because in hopes of, if I married them, I, and a lot of gay people have this issue, especially in religious uh, factions or whatever, or whatever um they they hope that by marrying they will marrying someone of the opposite sex that they will be um that'll make them straight maybe you know take them out of the phase or whatever the situation is uh so i did that so i tried that so these these uh these guys they know of uh my pursuits <laughs> <laughs> my pursuits of of women that i did find very attractive um and i like Chris said, I went hard for it. So uh, <laughs> none of them ever worked out, luckily. But uh, yeah. So, anyways, Tim, go ahead. Oh, so yeah. yeah you so were like saying. I was saying, uh, you know, the stuff you was telling me and and the long conversations about that, and then one day he was like, "Yeah, I'm gay." And I'm like, I was like, "Okay, uh, great." <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, not, that's the only thing I can think. Talk of. to you later. <laughs> Because it was just like, you know, flipped right on the other side of everything. So I was like, okay, great. But that's a good reaction, though. That's the kind of reaction you, you want. Like, I did something similar, well, yeah, similar with my mate Joey. Like, so I have a best friend called Joey. Yeah, he has an awesome partner called Nathan. And basically, like, I remember when he came out to me, he messaged me on, like, Messenger on Facebook. And he was just like, oh, I'm gay. And I was like, I was like, cool. And he was like, no, no, he's like, I'm like I'm gay, and I was like, I was like, like if you if you're trying to make a joke of this, like this isn't funny. Like, but if you're really gay, I was like, that's cool, man. Like people have died. Yeah, like, like if, if like I don't find it funny if you're like trying to fake come out to me, but if, if this is serious and everything, I was like, that's that's cool with me, man. Like, and he was like, he yeah. was like, I was expecting more. I think I think that's the like a thing what you have when you quit. It's because you build it up so much in your head. When it does go right, it's almost quite deflating. Like I remember when I came yeah, out to my mom yeah. and I was like, "Mom, I'm bisexual." Like I got out, I climbed out of bed, and I walked in, I was, I was like half asleep or something. Mom, I got to tell you something. I was like, "I'm bisexual," and she was like, "Okay, yeah." She's like, "I always knew." I go back to sleep. I was like, oh. "I was like, ah." Huh? Like, no, mom, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. Like I'm, I'm bisexual, and she's like, "She's like, baby, I've known since you were little. Like I just, I, mom's no." I was like, "Okay." She's like, "I love you." Go get some sleep. And I was like, okay, mom. I went back to bed. I laid in the bed and I was like, this wasn't the moment I was expecting. Like, I was just like, no, like, no, like oh, baby, yeah. come here. I'm here. Expecting, like, like, screaming yeah, and yelling yeah, or, yeah. Or, or that. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, it was so deflating, but it's the best kind of deflation. Like, I think a lot of people go it for it best, and it's yeah. kind of like, that's how you want it to go. But like, because you thought yeah. about it for so long, you're like, no, it never goes this easy. Yes. So when it does, it's, it's right. like, it's yeah. a massive surprise. So like, yeah, you're, you're, uh, Taraz, you're like, your reaction is the best reaction. It may be the most deflating reaction, but it's the kind of reaction which like everybody wants, because if everything was like that, there would be no problem coming out. If everyone was just like, yeah, that's cool. There wouldn't be. 
It would just be a thing. They wouldn't even have to. No, no, it's just like, oh, dude, I like dudes. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. you don't even need to say you like dudes. You just come up with a boyfriend, like, oh, yeah, we're, we're together. And, like, ah, oh, Sam, nice to meet you, kind of thing. Like, instead of, like, like the whole, yeah. like, ooh, kind of thing. So, yeah, like, yeah, stressful. I got, what is it? Uh, what's the one I, I really hated hearing was um, something like, uh, um, something I love you, but I can't accept it, or something like that, or blah, 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 blah. I just got really hard, and I just like, I don't. I don't actually care about your opinion. (laughs) I'm just letting you know, but I just, whatever. But anyways, uh, before we, before we end, um, I did want to talk to you about something that's uh, very important. Uh, I don't know if you, the other two want to uh, have anything to say about it, but you had on, do you have on your, your Twitter account, um, a pinned uh, post and you have between 15 and 18, you didn't want to live because you were, bisexual yeah um so could you um elaborate a little uh on that like what what was that if you want to yeah, like, yeah no, that's, that's to fine like, like... I, I, i'm not like ashamed of that in any way like that's the reason i pull it that that's why yeah. i have it pinned there because like i know right. there are plenty of kids who feel like that they're, they're, they're kids younger than that who feel like that like um yeah. mm-hmm. so as i said like when i was 19 I was probably at the, like, the lowest point of my life, like, I literally used to, like, like, just sleep in bed all, all day, and, like, I know, like, oh, lazy teenager, you know, you, you stay in bed, but it wasn't like that, right. like, I'd wake up, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, I don't, I don't want to move, like, why, why do I want to do anything, and, like, I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me, like, I, w- I just had no enthusiasm for anything, like, I wanted, I was tired all the time, like when I did things, it was so half-assed. Like I was, I was just kind of seeing this loop of like life is just so meh. Like like life is just is mm-hmm. just painful essentially. Like everything is like I hated my job. Like I hated like I hate getting up. I hated leaving my house. I hated being around people. And I just couldn't figure out what it was. And like I always used to have this feeling like in the back of my head that everyone disliked me. Um, and that all built up, and that made me feel like. It, it, it made me depressed like and that's what i figured out it was eventually is that i was depressed okay like i was i, w- I was just miserable all the time and I, my dad said to me like he realized that i remember like um because it'd been years of like, obviously from the 15 to to like 19 i was going through this whole phase and i remember writing a note to my dad saying like um i had him sit next to me it wasn't me coming out to him it was just me saying expressing my feelings how i was feeling down all the time i wrote down this note that like Sometimes I feel like it'd be better if I wasn't here. Like, sometimes it feels like it'd be better if I killed myself. I remember my dad hugging me and saying, like, uh, he, like he's felt that way. Like, he mm. felt that pain. And at the time, I couldn't tell him the reason why I feel that way. Because, right. like, mm-hmm. what, what you tend to find is it's not... Depression doesn't happen because you're sad. Depression happens because something bad, something big is always on your mind. And what happens is it contaminates right. everything else. So the reason why I didn't like people was because of how I felt about my sexuality. The reason why I didn't like going outside is because of how I felt about my sexuality. The reason why I just wanted to sleep all the time is because of how I felt about my sexuality. The reason why I hate it, and it, it just it just goes into everything because it just seeps in. Because right. no matter what you try and do, it's always in the back of your mind, even if you're not thinking about it. It's like a subconscious thing. Um, and so yeah, I just like I got to that point where I was like, 
this is either going to kill me or I gotta, I gotta be my, myself because like I can't go on feeling this way because it's just not going to work out for me. Um, mm. So I decided to come out, and that's that's why that bit's there because I think that's probably the most important part of that tweet is that like you can beat it. Like that's the message I'm trying yeah. to give to those kids. To the, it's not just kids; it's older people as well. There'll be people in their twenties, thirties, you know, people who've lived with this for a long time, and they get into that point where like mm-hmm. they're at the edge, um, you know, and they just they just hate themselves because that's how it, it how it feels. Is like when you're in denial about it, you start to hate everything about yourself. Um, yeah, like and you, yeah, because you, you can't embrace it, like. So, like, you you see, like, queer people and you're, like, you start using slurs towards them. You start saying hateful things because you feel like if you can dissociate yourself from that, then eventually, Mm -hmm. like like you said with, like, like women, you pursued women because you felt like if if you actually got with a woman, maybe it would make you less gay. And that's how I felt. Mm -hmm. Like, as long as I disassociated myself with being queer, like, maybe eventually I'll wake up one day and go, like, yeah I'm straight as they come and it's just not the truth it's just not the truth you're just hiding from the inevitable and either that inevitable is going to eat you up or you're going to get past it and that's the only way to do it is to eventually come out and that's why I made the choice what I did but yeah for that that longest time like I was waking up days and I was like you know just sitting in the kitchen with it's horrible to say like sit in the kitchen with a knife and just be like this could I could I do it and and I'm glad I didn't Uh, I'm curious what I actually oh Go ahead, Nate. Go ahead, Chris. Well, I the, the reason why I asked is because I also had the the same, I had that um, same thought process as well, um, and I was actually I had made a plan to commit suicide um, because of my religious beliefs and my sexuality, um, and I had said uh, that I would go through it if. A certain thing didn't happen, which a certain thing did happen, thankfully. <laughs> so um, it stopped me in my uh, it stopped me in my tracks. Uh, I, I I prayed to God because I was very uh, conservative religion. I mean, I still still believe in God, but not in the religious. Yeah, I think that's uh, fine. Like in the, I, in the, in the, I've spoken yeah. to people about like the whole God thing, and like people say, "How can you be queer?" And, like. Be queer, be queer and be with God. And like, of course you can. Like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, yeah. people change religion to fit their views all the time. Like, people, oh, that's like, true. Like, <laughs> if people were really truly like, I am a devout Christian Catholic. Like, have you seen how many rules that they have to abide by? At which nobody yeah, is abiding by those rules. Yeah, like they don't abide. Like, no. so you can't pick and choose. It's not. It's not just Catholic. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So. yeah. It's every. It's every religion. Like you can't pick and choose. If you're gonna like follow it devoutly, and you're gonna start using it to like, you know, be discriminatory towards people, and you know, racist and yeah. homophobic and sexist and stuff like that, you better start following the other mm-hmm. stuff as well, because otherwise you just full of shit. That's that's the honest yeah, truth. So. Like you can't say to one person like, oh, you can't be that, but you do the other thing. I was like. You're just as bad. You're just, in fact, yeah. you're worse because you're trying to go like, oh, well. Probably worse, you know. yeah. <laughs> but the, but the, the thing is, they believe that, like, oh, I can pray the sin away. It's like, no, it doesn't work like that. The sin, if you no. didn't really, like, when you committed those things, if you didn't, like, go like, oh, no, I'm truly sorry about this. That's not how it works. Like, you've got, the, it's about repenting. So it's actually feeling guilty 
and those they they will and not wanting to yeah. recommit yeah not being yeah. recommitted but if you're just doing it that's not repenting that's not what you think it is like but it's just yeah, pe- well, people twisting to their own motive. That's a whole. Yeah. That's a whole other yeah. conversation. Oh, that, that's that's like yeah. Chris. What were you going to say? Yeah. No, I had a question yeah. for you, Courtney. Uh. Was you know, you you mentioned I think we were talking either on the podcast or before around how you don't you don't present as stereotypically by right. You you like a lot of masculine things. You have a, you have a, a girlfriend, right? So when when you fully accepted yourself. What did that look like for you? Like, what what, what was different for you? What, what did you feel more comfortable being once you made that switch? Oh. Or, 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 or was nothing really different? Um, like, a few things changed. But this is the thing. Like, everyone thinks that it's going to be a dramatic change. Like, you're, like, you're going from, like, the cocoon to a butterfly. Like, all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm going to be dressed in pink and walking down the street. It's like, oh, it wasn't like that. It was like... In the pride. <laughs> I would say, funny enough, that it's the way I spoke. So like, I speak the same, but now I speak with confidence. I speak with, there's a difference between speaking and speaking with knowing who you are. Because like, then you can stand by your points. Like, then you can like, speak your truth. Um, and that sounds like really preachy, but it, it's true. Like, I can be more confident in what I say because I know who I am. I know what I've experienced. I know what I've gone through. And like, I embrace who I am. And I wouldn't have done that before. I used to be really quite quiet, quite placid, like, I would never get involved in stuff because I was always scared of who I was. That yeah. would come out. Yeah, yeah and like yep. clothing-wise, like um, I probably wear a bit more color. I used to wear like a lot of just white and black because I didn't <laughs> want to be expressive because people might question my expressiveness. Mm. Um, so like this is a baby blue like you know letterman jacket, like that sort of stuff. Like it doesn't it, it, to everyone else. That's probably not a big thing. But like if you went back to Courtney when he was. 14, I said, go put that bright blue. Jump on, be like, does that make yeah. me look a little bit gay? Does right. that make you were, me look you, a bit You were talking about yeah. all the time. So for yeah, you, it, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. it is gay because... So like, if I wore not- black and white, yeah, if I just wore black and white, then I'd never have to worry because nobody's going to go like, well, black's a, a really gay color. White's a really gay color. Like, no, like right. it, that's why I wore like quite neutral colors. So now I wear, like, add a bit more color into it. Like, I did my hair different mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like... It's just, it's little things which you can do and you can feel confident behind. And that's that's how it was for me. And a lot of people will take it to a much higher level because that's who they want to express themselves of. And that's perfectly fine. But for me, it was just little things. Um, and just being able to talk about certain subjects. Like I could talk about like how I was attracted to these people, how like I was into this type of music or this show. Because beforehand, I was like, well, you know, I said like I'm, I really like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Back then, I wouldn't be like, I really like Buffy the Vampire Slayer because I'm like, does that make me? F- um, it's like a cheesy, like, yeah. like yeah. '90s flick. Yeah. Does that make me seem less masculine because I'm into that? But like, it doesn't. Like Buffy the yeah. Vampire but people, people, people don't realize. <laughs> Man, you listen, you don't count. Oh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... <laughs> <laughs> no, but but you but y'all like people don't realize they don't realize like the amount of mental processing that queer people like closeted queer people have to do to try to maintain this facade that they feel like they have to. In some cases, they actually have to maintain a facade for risk of you know being killed or even excommunicated or whatever the situation is. But let me tell you, man, um, like 
people in the LGBTQ plus community are some great actors, especially if they're closeted, you know, like y'all don't know, like, I love the color pink. Uh, it's not my favorite color, but I love the color pink. And I would have never been able to wear I would have never worn it, you know, um, because I like, does this make me, will this make me feel act too gay or whatever will other people start assuming and stuff like that and i was very defensive when people called me gay people would ask me i have my my aunt asked me and i was just i and i was like no she like asked me and it wasn't like um aggressive she's not an aggressive person she just asked me and i was just like no you know like i'm just whatever so they don't people don't realize like we be we be having to go through some stuff okay yeah. so yeah you're right you once you once you're able to be yourself and just like just you know come out and just like breathe yeah you just you do find confidence you you find you're you're just able to just you know wear what you want to wear watch what yeah. you want to watch talk about what you want to talk about like you're able to be a normal person like the yeah, person that's right. in front of you you know yeah, and so. what I'm yeah about about what you've been saying courtney is is you you were simply just being you again, watching what you want to watch, liking what you like, not again, not trying to be bisexual or trying to look a certain, you know what I mean? Or to try to fit any kind of particular template of what people would expect a label to look like, you know? And I, and for, yeah, you know, but, for me, I, I appreciate that. But that's a pitfall though. That's a but pitfall. Yeah, but I, I, I think there are, when I, when, I feel, when I see a lot of kids these days, I think a lot, a lot of kids are looking for communities and places to fit, and and I think yes. I think a lot That's... of it is okay. This group is accepting. Let me do things that fit over here. So that means I'm going to yep. overdo things or do things that aren't really me because that's what someone like me would do. You know, you know, you know, and so right. well, it's a lot and... of confusion happening. But see, that's the problem. So, so for example, me, like when, after I came out, I wanted, I wanted to, I didn't want to dress in drag. I wanted to dress like a diva uh, and do a show. Like I wanted to dress like a, like, but not in drag, you know, with the, um, you know, where they, they paint over your eyebrows and they draw your eyebrows mm -hmm. on. Like I wanted everything as natural as possible. I just wanted to wear a dress, have like this, this, bra or whatever um and uh and just like i wanted to look fabulous just regular with with the wig or whatever and then do a um do a show i wanted to kind of like be like a mix between i forgot who i said it was like whitney houston and somebody else <laughs> like i just wanted to be like you know whatever um and when i had said that to my friends oh they were like oh you wanted to do drag and i was just like does it mean I have to do drag in order to like, it doesn't mean I have to identify as a drag queen in order to, to do this, you know, to just do this performance. I just want to do this performance. Drag queens are known for doing performances, but they're also, excuse me. They're also known for their, their dress and how they, you know, their, you know, how they do their makeup and stuff like that. They're, yeah, I mean, they have an entire show, like, you know, uh, What's it called? Drag Race. Yeah. So they, like they have an entire yeah. So they have a they they have an entire show. Like I was like I don't identify as that. But I, what I was saying to Christian is, you're right. It's it is a pitfall. Like because so you come out, you don't know where you belong. So you're gay, but you don't know where you belong. And now they have all these tribes, right? You you're an otter, you're a, a bear, you're a this or that or. I don't know if y'all know what those are. I was the first time I ever heard about that. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
I'm, I'm, I'll be very careful Googling later to, to educate <laughs> 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 exactly, but <laughs> but like yeah, yeah, because watch out. <laughs> but it was like the, the that's the problem. Like you 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 come out the closet, and as I was saying, it's a pitfall because then you have you feel like you have to fit into, and this is what I, I fell into this, and I had to like dig myself out of it again. You know, I had to find out who I was. You know, do I like this? It did allow me to try things that I didn't think I would try, but I did, but I had knew known before I started it that I wouldn't like it, and then I tried it and I didn't like it. You know, so I was just like, oh no, I'm not, I'm not that. And so I've had to establish for myself, well, I am just this specific type of gay. Like I, you know, I'm not, I don't fit into all of these. Uh, I do fit into the label gay, but I don't tell people, oh, you have to fit into the label. Yeah, I just completely agree with that. Like, I feel like sometimes when you come out, because of like how, like over the last, I'd say like two or three years, like being queer has become so mainstream. Like it's like, yeah. you know, you mm -hmm. like Pride's bigger, you know, you've got TV shows of like art stuff are being made, but there's so many more shows coming out. Like go about 10 years ago, there, there may be one, maybe two. Now there's like a plethora yeah. of them, which is great because, it, you know, more representation is always better. It helps, like, there'll be that kid who watches that one show and it helps them become who they need to be. Um, but the problem is, like, I find is, like, um, you see a lot of it leaning into quite heavy femininity. So guys wearing dresses and that kind of thing. And they look absolutely stunning, they look fabulous, like, look amazing. But that doesn't always fit with, like, everybody who's coming out. And that can also, like, deter people as well because, like, the expectation, like, um, so I was watching Love Victor and like there's quite a good thing in like season two where he's walking through the school and he's a bit of a jock. He plays basketball. He doesn't really see himself very feminine. He doesn't like wear makeup or anything like that. And there's like, mm -hmm. it, it's it's kind of cringy in a way because you have people coming up going like, oh, what's your skincare routine? And everything. he's like, I, I wash my face with water. Like, <laughs> what, what, what shampoo and conditioner do you use? Because it looks fabulous. And it's like just because he's gay doesn't automatically mean that he's this, this yeah. like, style guru and like like yeah. most most queer people absolutely hate that like they don't want to be someone's mm. like you know token like queer friend who's yeah. meant to know all the biggest fashions and like be fabulous be willing to wear a dress on a night out so like you know all the like girls can love him and kind of thing like they, they like everyone is different they, they, like i always say sexuality is not a personality and like it, yeah. it, it feels like sometimes like because when you come out like everyone's praising you. you feel like you need to like as you said it's almost tribalism you almost have to get into one of these groups and almost like excel in it yeah um to be like yep. really respected but like they're just people just living their lives you know they've got you can't there'd be guys who come out next day they just go to work in a suit and everything they're, they're just just them yeah. um, it's just it's just tim just tim who's like come out but like nothing changes it's just tim i like there needs to be more of that representation as well, I think, because yeah. we've got mm -hmm. so much of the extravagant, amazing, glamorous side of it, but there needs to be a little bit more, like, masculinity and showing, like, there are other sides to being queer, because, like, I know from my friends Joey and Nathan, like, they, they, they think they, they love that sort of stuff, but they don't connect with that sort of stuff. And it doesn't mean that you can't enjoy right. that stuff, it just means that, like, that's right. not them. Like that's not true. yeah yeah he, yep. they would never like embrace that like 
my friend Joey started painting his nails, like that's something he likes to do. Um, but you'd never see him don a wig and paint his nails and put a full face of makeup because he didn't like that. Like, but he respects it in like RuPaul. Like, so like, yeah, I think it's it's kind of a difficult thing because as it comes more mainstream, they're going to show that like uh, it's always the most like extravagant stuff and loudest stuff which gets the most attention, isn't it? It's it, that's going to be the thing. Right. So like that's what people expect you to be when you come out, and like people don't realize that you might just be the same person. Um, and it's, yeah. that, that's cool to be the same person. Like, cause it's not a personality. It's just, it's just you. Um, yeah. so yeah, I completely get that. The pitfalls, like I remember I tried to use, like, uh, I'm not very good with queer slang. Like, it's just not my thing. It does not roll out of my mouth yeah. very good. Like, I'm not like, oh yeah, sister. Like, no, no that's <laughs> not me. Like, if I did that, my mates would be like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, it's what I'm supposed to do now, isn't it? Like, I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah, sashay away. Yeah. Like, she's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, daddy. Like, no, it's just not, it's yes. not comfortable for me because it's not how I speak. But, like, whoever does speak like that, yeah. that's perfectly fine for them. But, like, it, it feels like sometimes yeah. you, you have to kind of force that because that's what people want to see. And it's almost like you become a showpiece rather than a person. And, like, yeah, you just got to be comfortable with who you are. Um, so yeah, yeah it's, it's finding that right, right thing because social media is so influential now like you got TikTok, Twitter, Instagram and all those things at the time you're like you gotta be like oh, this yeah. if you want to have loads of likes yeah. and loads of followers and be amazing everyone's yeah. kind of feeding into that like that ego pleasing thing intimidating. yeah it's, it, it's, almost, it's almost like yeah. the new form of drugs like it, it, it is it's that dopamine <laughs> thing like I've got to get them likes so you know yeah. you know what I've got to kind of sell a little bit of me to be a bit of that because that's what will work for me yeah. and like uh, you'll yeah. find that a lot of people who are like that aren't like that in real life like they do it for the camera um and like but the problem is young people are so influential from it like they, they, they go and do that and they think that's how they have to be and there's so many other ways you can be um so yeah i completely get the pitfalls of it because it, it's it's a delicate it's a delicate thread to walk on really yeah it's like rap music yeah. <laughs> what? You know, they hear the music, they see the videos, they believe that's how they, you know, how they have to be, and that's how they be. That's why you got a lot of. I get oh, yeah, that, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, oh. yeah that makes yeah, sense. I'm, so. yeah, I, I'm, I'm a casual like hip hop listener, but like to me, I never saw that and was like, oh, I'm gonna go and like get a Bentley and be like, I'm like, I enjoy yeah. the music, but yeah. I still talk like this, right? So like, I kind of understand like to a degree, like some because I mean, in in the black community, right? Sometimes I feel like I'm not acting black enough, right? Because right. like. I'm, oh. I'm kind of this way. I'm like, you know what? I like anime. I like computers. Yeah. I like, you know, whatever. You know, right. I like hip hop too. I, I listen to stuff that you people would be like, you listen to what? I'm like, yeah, I like this. Whatever. Yeah. You would never know. <laughs> I'll blast it at volume 10 down the street, but yeah. I still listen to it, I you do. know, by myself. <laughs> you know, so, you know, I, I get that about, you know, just like being yourself. Like, like I, I'm this eclectic person, and that's cool. Like, that's me. And yeah. the people that like, that particular set of stuff we'll get along with if they don't like it they're not for me you know yeah but, a lot of people wait, so i oh, sorry like, a lot of people feel like no, you can't like one thing and like the other thing like it, it just can't go together yeah. so like i love rap music as well like nwa uh wu-tang clan you know notorious big they're like all like rappers what i absolutely love 
but like I'm expected to like Britney Spears and Mariah Carey and all that. And that's kind of music I'm like. I love me some Mariah. Yeah. I love me some Mariah. <laughs> like, bro, right? Right? Like, that is Bring it all. People don't expect you right. to be able to like that and then like that. Like, but you know, right. it's like we're, we're different people. We're like, why can't I like one thing and like the other thing? Why does it have to all fit into this one mold? Like, break right. that mold. Yeah. Be who well, you want to be. Right. Which is what you put on your uh, on your uh, on your Twitter, right? Yeah. Uh, but I had a question. I had a question for you two, uh, Chris and uh, Tim. Um, how likely is sexuality? I mean, you can obviously chime in too, Courtney, if you have a, an idea. Um, but how likely is uh, a sexuality that is other than heterosexuality uh, to be accepted in or admitted in a black Christian community? Uh, in um, well, I would say in America because well, y'all is in America, but you know, just in general, what do you all think? Did you? So that's a, that 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 is a that's a forward and backward question. Because, um, one, it is. I mean, it's one of those things where it's accepted, but not talked about. You know, we all have, okay. Okay, we all sorry. have the people in the church that, it, you, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that we all know. Okay. Yes. But we just don't talk we about all it. Know. So, yes. That I so that so in that sense I get, but it's that. not necessary. That wouldn't be considered accepted, no, right? Accepted. That would just be considered. We accept them for who they are. We just don't talk about. It. They don't talk about so it. So I, I, I think it depends upon like the area and like the particular, <laughs> even the particular like church location, right, and denomination. Because right out here, you know, outside our denomination, it's it's very common. Mm -hmm. To have you, you mm -hmm. may have a gay a gay pastor in the black have, community. Yeah, in the black community, you may have a gay choir director, especially right. Uh, half yeah. the choir, <laughs> right? That's yes, just, all the choir directors, right? <laughs> right? Especially out here, but but I, I, th I think I think like, like like someone being maybe bisexual. I think I think from what I've seen, and again, I'm not deep in the community, but I think there's still a stigma there, right? Of of you just not making a choice. Right or or you seem like you're confused. Yeah. Right. So yeah. to me that that's that's my perception. But again, not not being in the depths of it, I don't really know the experience. But from like from what I've seen as far as churches out here, you know, most churches again seem accepting of, of, of the gay community. Anything outside of that, I don't know because again, it's not one. It's not as easy to like see, right? Mm. Um, but also, I'm just not in those conversations a lot of the time as well. So. Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, Tim, you feel how do you? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, well, like I, I feel like this is like kind of a subject that's hard for me because one, England isn't as like a religious country as like America. So like we like when we see America, and we see like the, the, there's like heavy religious views over there. Like really, like oh, definitely. yeah, like mm -hmm. we don't have that so much in like Europe. Like religions, like I like I've only ever been to church because I went to a Catholic school. Um, but I wouldn't choose to go to church. Where, like in America, it's quite common for like people to go to church on a Sunday, like get in their suits and everything, go there. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you have like gospel churches over there as well, which are like I think it's amazing. Like that that would be so cool to be part of like that. And but, like you know, the only reference I have to is like Sister Act and stuff like that. But like that 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 like that like and uh, Blues Brothers, like like that that like I would love to go to that. I'm not like a religious person, but I'd love to be a part of that because that's like amazing and it's like that's some fun yeah stuff. yeah I'm like that's lie, so yeah. cool to see 
Well, we don't have that over here in England, man. Like, you come here, like, no one's, like, getting, like, the music, like, like, amazing. It's like, it's like hymns and stuff. You're like, oh, God, man. You're like, oh, okay, everyone's okay. trying to sing along. No one really knows the lyrics. Like, it's like, yeah. Give us our chances. Amen. In, like, America, it's completely different. So, like, but, like, as for, like, like, you know, a person of colour or being black, I don't know what the best term is for, for you guys, but, like, um, over here, I don't really have any friends. I, I know one person, and, like, I, I can see, like, I, I feel like it's so much harder for somebody who comes from that sort of background because of religion and then because of, like, racist views anyway as well. Like, you've got that on top as well as being queer. Like, yeah. it's, like... It's, uh, I, I couldn't, it must be the hardest thing, like. To... It is, it is the hardest thing. I, and the reason why I ask that is, yeah, because we, we come from a mostly all black um, church. Um, and it is kind of a double-edged sword. Uh, I ended up coming out, but I didn't think I would. Or coming out of the church, I didn't think I would. I thought I was going to stay in church, like help change it or whatever. It just didn't work out that way. But, um but I am very well, uh, very well aware of the um, like you. It's a the, so the black community ends up being like a real family, you know, like a you know everyone knows everybody and stuff like that, whatever. And you grow up among, amongst these people and stuff like that. But then, if you come out as a sexuality other than heterosexuality, uh, heterosexuality, then um, it's almost like it, it just goes from day to night, you know, like it's just, it's cold shoulder, you know, people not talking to you and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Because like the black community, at least in America is very, um, a steeped in religion, even if they're not like going to church, it's very steeped in religion. Um, and, uh, and, and reading the Bible or erroneous readings of the Bible and stuff like that. And, uh, if you go to like the South, with black, uh, don't do that. <laughs> that like Louisiana I would advise you not to do that. that. Like, yeah. it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just very bad. I mean, it could, it, it could, it could, you know, good things can happen. But in general, you know, and I, so I asked these guys because, as as they said, I, I haven't been in America for um, almost ten years now, or ten years plus. Uh, so I don't know if it has uh, changed much. So that's why I was asking because. You know, when I was there, it didn't seem very welcoming. You knew that if you told them something that they weren't going to uh, like, they, you know, they would turn your their backs on you, sort of thing. You know, yeah. Um, you know, I think to your point, but Nate, like if, our particular denomination of Christianity, yeah. I don't think it's changed mm -hmm. that much. But I think no. the broader no. Christian environment, I, I think, is is further along. So. You know, again, okay. we come from a very, very, very conservative yeah. <laughs> wing, right? So yeah. that's not really changing, you know, but mm -hmm. I think the, the broader environment, I, I think, has been more open for longer and I think is, is, is progressing further. That's good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that was, uh, <laughs> I said last question, maybe like 10 questions ago. <laughs> <laughs> So, so we're just going to wrap it up here. Uh, Courtney, do you want to tell um, our, 
our audience where they can find you. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if they have like questions, yeah, you can find me on YouTube. Um, so it's Courtney J. I have lots of helpful videos to help you with your coming out process. But if you want to talk to me like one on one, the best place to get hold of me is on my Instagram, which is Courtney Courtney underscore J. Um, so yeah, message me over there. Uh, J spelled J A I. J A I. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it will appear on the screen like how it is for us right here um, when it goes through. If it gets through. Well, I mean. I'll put it on the episode, yeah. so hopefully yeah, we'll so, yeah. that we're reading that. Yeah, just come over and message me. We can have a chat, um, and we can see if I can help you out. Um, but, like, yeah, it's been amazing talking to you guys. I've actually had a lot of fun here. Like, I didn't realize we've been talking for so long because it's, like, it's just <laughs> oh, a yeah. good laugh. So. Yeah, we do yeah. this, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> you. We definitely have to have you come back sometime and talk about games yeah. next time, so... Oh yeah, yes. like, oh man, yes. like games are like uh, so it's gonna be like three hours long. Because like, I, I got <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, we know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah, we haven't uh, we haven't gotten our section about our 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 social, so we'll we'll just call it out. Uh, you all can find us uh, on Twitter at unofficially underscore op. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Am I getting that right? Yes. Um, and then also on YouTube, yes. Tim. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> unofficial yeah. opinion on yes. YouTube, not, right? Not much up okay. there yet, but really, if you just go to our, our anchor site, anchor.fm uh, backslash, it's unofficially dash opinionated, and all the links are on there as well. So you'll find everything there. You can subscribe. Uh, we'll be on Apple Podcasts this coming week once I get that set up. So. Oh. I've been awesome. busy, but other than that, if you can Google Podcasts, we're on you know Spotify, all those good places. So check us out. Yep. All right. Cool. Well, signing out. We'll see y'all next time. Um, see y'all next time. Bye, Tim. <laughs>